and you're listening to Pharmaceutical Calculations, a podcast about tips, tricks, and strategies for solving pharmaceutical calculations. This episode was originally broadcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pharmaceutical Calculations Solve Along. In this video, we're going to take a look at a quick review on dilution calculations. And the goal is to share 11 distinct examples on how you can master the allegation and the algebraic methods. Basically, we're going to look at a series of questions. And for each question, we'll make a determination which of the methods is most appropriate for that type of question. Do you want to use the allegation method or do you want to use the algebraic method? Now, having said that, let's get right to the first question. So this question actually states, a phenobarbiton solution was prepared by mixing 300 milliliters of 70% phenobarbiton solution, 400 milliliters of 40% phenobarbiton solution, 800 milliliters of 20% phenobarbiton solution, and enough pure phenobarbiton solution to make 2 liters of the solution. A. Calculate the percentage strength of the resultant solution and B, what volume of water should be used to dilute the solution obtained above 225.75%? So this question is kind of uh, a little bit detailed. And when we start with the part A, which is asking for essentially the percentage strength of the final solution, that kind of a statement more or less indicates that we should perhaps use the algebraic method for this type of question. The reason being, anytime you ask to find the final concentration when you're mixing so many components, it's often easier to use the algebraic method. Now, in using the algebraic method, you need to know how many components you are mixing. In this question, we're actually mixing four components. You have the 70%, that is one. You have the 40%, you have the 20%, and you have the pure phenobarbiton. It's important to make a determination here that when you say pure, pure actually refers to 100%. So even though it's not given, it's implied. And so the concentration is going to be 100% for this particular solution. And so the version of the algebraic equation that we want to use is C1Q1 plus C2Q2 plus C3Q3 plus C4Q4 equals C final Q final. So we mix the four components and we want to find the final concentration after you mix all of those four. Now we are going to say the component one is the 70%. So the concentration is going to be 70% times the volume, which is 300 milliliters, plus component two, that'll be the 40%. So we have 40% times the volume, which is 400 milliliters, plus for component three, that's the 20%, so plus 20% times the volume, which is 800 milliliters, plus component four, which is the pure phenobarbiton solution. So that is 100 milliliters. That is 100% actually. Now we need the volume. In the question is not given to us explicitly, but what we do know is we are making a two liter solution. So if you are mixing four components and you know the volume of three, then you can find the final volume by subtracting all of those from the two liters. Now two liters is essentially 2000 milliliters. So the way you find the Q4, which is your fourth quantity, is basically to subtract the previous volume. So that'll be minus 300 milliliters, minus 400 milliliters, minus 800 milliliters, and that should give you essentially 500 milliliters. So that's how you find the Q4, the quantity of the fourth component. 
and that essentially is what goes in the parentheses here. So you have 500 milliliters. Now that is going to be equal to the final concentration times your final quantity. Now the final quantity you're making is the two liters, which is also 2000 milliliters. So now you have one equation with one unknown, and you can basically go ahead and do the algebra. And so for thoroughness, you're just going to multiply the 70% times the 300 milliliters. Now I need to mention this. Instead of just putting 70%, you could also do 70 divided by 100. But I find it's more convenient just to leave it this way because when you're done with the algebra, you end up with a percentage sign in your answer. So that's a nifty trick. So for completeness, you're going to have 70 times 300, that is 21,000. And I just like to keep the percent milliliter, especially when students are doing it for the first time, so you can keep track of the units. And that'll be plus 40 times 400. That's going to be 16,000 percent milliliters plus 20 times 800. So that's going to be, once again, 16,000 percent milliliters plus 100 times 500 which is going to be 50,000% ml, and that's going to be CF times 2,000 milliliters. Now, once you become experienced, you don't need to keep all the units, but I'm just doing that so that if you're following and taking notes, you can actually keep the units consistent as you do it. Now, when you add all the terms on the left, you end up with 103,000% ml, and that's going to be equal to CF times 2,000 milliliters. You divide both sides of the equation by 2,000 milliliters, this cancels out, the milliliters cancel out, and now you're left with only the percent sign, and now your final concentration is going to be equal to 51.5%. So that is the answer to the first part of part A. Now we can go ahead and look for the volume of the solution, or the volume of water that is needed in part B. So just for thoroughness, because I noticed that the lower third covered the answer. So what you actually do have, once again, is your CF is equal to 51.5%. Now let's move on to part B. So for part B, we want to dilute this concentration to 25.75%. That's where we want to end up, and this is where we are right now. So just keep note of those two values as we shift to solving part B. Now, the way that will work is you're going to now be mixing two components, the previous solution that you got from part A, together with water to form this final product. So since you have two components, you want to do C1Q1 plus C2Q2 equals C final Q final. Now what is C1? C1 is going to be the concentration that we determine in part A. So that will be 51.5%. The quantity was 2,000 milliliters plus C2, C2 is water, the concentration is going to be zero, and the quantity, we do not know, that's what we're trying to determine, and CF, we want to be 25.75, and so the question that becomes, what is your QF? QF is going to be equal to Q1 plus Q2, so that is 2,000 milliliters plus Q2. Alright, so now once you've done that, you can simplify the equations some more. That's because 0 times Q2 goes to 0. Yeah, 51.5 times 2,000. That once again is 103,000% milliliters. Then you can distribute the 25 over the 2,000. And so that's going to be equal to 51,500% ml plus 27, 25.75Q2. So you can do the simplification, subtract the 51,500% ml from the left. So you actually end up with 103,000% milliliters minus 51,500% ml equals 25.75% Q2. 
now on the left hand side this actually reduces to 51,500% ml being equal to 25.75% Q2. Then you divide both sides by 25.75%. That cancels out. And so your Q2 or the volume of water is essentially going to be equal to 2,000. So that's how you want to approach question number one. Once again, the reason we want to use the algebraic method here is because you were actually determining initially for part A, the concentration of the final solution, and then later on you were diluting that with water. Now, does this make sense? Absolutely, because you basically reduce the concentration by half, and so you need to double the volume of diluent. All right, let's move on to the next question. So here the question says, what is the final concentration of dextrose in the mixture of 250 D5W, 100 ml D10W, and 150 D50W? So here the concentration of dextrose is what we are looking for. And the most important thing is to understand what the D5W, D10W, and D50W mean. So the D5W indicates dextrose 5%, then the D10W is dextrose 10% in water, and then the D50W is dextrose 50%. So we are interested in the amount of dextrose in the solution. Now, since we are mixing these three components, the choice you want to make here is to use the algebraic method. And so there are three components, and the version of the equation will look like C1Q1 plus C2Q2 plus C3Q3 equals C final Q final. And so for component one, we are going to stick with this pair, D5W and the 250, which implies that you have 5% dextrose going with the volume of 250 milliliters plus C2, Q2, so C2 will be 10 and Q2 will be 100, so plus 10% times 100 milliliters plus C3, which is going to be 50%, times the corresponding volume, which is 150, being equal to CF, which is the final concentration, times the final quantity, QF. Now, QF is Q1 plus Q2 plus Q3, which is going to be equal to 250 ml plus 100 milliliters plus 150 milliliters, and that's equal to 500 milliliters. So what goes here is going to be 500 milliliters. Now we can go ahead with the simplification because that's mostly going to be algebra. So 5 times 250 ends up giving you 1250% ml plus 10 times 100. That gives you 1000. So plus 1000% milliliter plus 50 times 150. That actually is going to give you 7500% milliliter equal to CF times 500 milliliters. So once you've actually figured out what goes where, the rest is basically algebra. All right, so now we can go ahead with the simplification. So on the left-hand side, the 1250 plus 1000 plus 7500 is going to give 9750% milliliter being equal to CF times 500 milliliter. Divide both sides by 500 milliliters to get rid of the 500, so that cancels out. And now your CF, which is your final concentration, is actually 19.5%. All right, so that's the second question. Let's move on to the next example. So here, we have an interesting question. It's just asking for what is the final concentration of a mixture containing 250 milliliters of 95% ethanol, 250 milliliters of 50% ethanol, and 500 milliliters of 30% ethanol. 
All right, so once again, what's the key phrase you want to keep an eye on? Final concentration. So that statement implies that you're going to mix all of these components and you're interested in the final concentration. Anytime that happens, the fastest way to do that is to use the algebraic method. Okay, so I'm going to repeat that from time to time to ensure that that is stenciled in your mind. So here, we have three components. What we want to do then is to start off with the equation C1Q1 plus C2Q2 plus C3Q3 equals C final Q final. And we're just going to substitute all these values in there. So this would be component 1, component 2, component 3. All right, so for C1, the concentration is going to be 95%. Q1 is going to be 250 milliliters plus C2. That's going to be 50% times 250 milliliters plus 30% times 500 milliliters equal to CFQF. Now, what's QF going to be? QF is going to be the sum of all the components you are mixing. So that's going to be equal to Q1 plus Q2 plus Q3, which essentially is 250 ml plus 250 milliliters plus 500 milliliters. And that's going to be equal to 1,000 milliliters. So this is 1,000. And you are all set. What remains is algebra. So you're going to multiply the 95 by the 250. That gives essentially 23,750. Keep the percent ml for tracking units. Plus 50 times 250. That's 12,500 percent ml. Plus 30 times 500. So that's going to be equal to 15,000 percent milliliters equals C final times 1,000. Right, so this point is just algebra we are trying to do. So simplifying the entire left-hand side of the equation is going to give 51,250% ml equal to CF times 1,000 milliliters. We divide both sides by 1,000 milliliters. The 1,000 cancels out, and your C final is going to be equal to 51.25%. Alright, so up to now, the three examples that we've looked at demonstrate when you want to use the algebraic method. And once again, the key take-home message is anytime you have to determine the final concentration after mixing multiple products, it's often best and fastest to use the algebraic method. That's something you want to keep stenciled on your mind. Now, let's look at the next question. So this question actually says the prescription calls for 3% hypertonic saline solution, 500 milliliters. The available components in the pharmacy is sterile water for injection, SWFI, and concentrated saline solution, 14.625%. How many milliliters of these components are needed to prepare the order? Now, anytime you are mixing more or less two components together and you know the higher and the lower concentration and you know your desired concentration, it's always fastest to use the allegation method. So this is one example where you want to use the allegation method over the algebraic method because it's faster for you. All right, so in using the allegation method, the way to work is we're going to start off with our allegation grid. So you have your vertical lines, two vertical lines, and then two horizontal lines. And the way it works is in the top left-hand side, you're going to put the highest concentration. At the bottom left, you're going to put the lowest concentration. And in the middle, you put your desired. So in this example, the highest concentration or the higher concentration is 14.625. So that's going to go to the top left, right? So 14.625. That goes to the top left. The higher goes to the top left. Now, the lower concentration here is going to be the sterile water for injection because there's no salt, sodium chloride in there. So the concentration of that will be zero. Then your desired is the 3% that goes in the middle. 
Now, once you are done with that setup, you now need to determine the number of parts of each of these components that you're going to mix together. And the way you do that is you take the desired concentration, subtract that from the higher concentration, and whatever value you get goes to the bottom right. So in this example, it's 14.625 minus 3, and that's going to be 11.625 at the bottom right. This 11.625 represents the parts of the sterile water for injection that you need to take. Okay, so that's important. Now, you also need to do the same thing to determine the parts of the 14.625%. And the way you do that is you take the lowest concentration, subtract that from the desired. So in this example, 3 minus 0. And whatever you get, which is 3 in this example, goes to the top right. And that represents the parts of the 14.625% solution. So now that you have the parts, you also go back to the question and check other information that you do have. You've been given the 500 milliliters, and that is the total quantity you are going to be making. So what it means is in this allegation setup, we also need to know what the total part is. And the way we'll do that is to add up the information on, the, on this right-hand side. So it's going to be 3 plus 11.625, and we end up with 14.625 total parts. Now, why is that significant? Because in order to determine the volume of the 14.625% solution that is needed, we are going to take the parts of the 14.625%, which is 3, from here, divide that by the total parts, which we determine to be 14.625, and then essentially multiply that by the total quantity that we are going to make, which is 500 milliliters, and that gives 102.56 milliliters. So we need 102.56 milliliters of the 14.625% solution. And then to determine the amount of sterile water for injection, which we can do on this side, so the volume of SWFI, which is sterile water for injection, you can determine a number of ways. You can repeat the process for the 0% like we did for the 14.625%, basically take the parts, which would be 11.625 over 14.625, which is the total parts, multiply that by 500 milliliters, and then that should end up giving 397.44 milliliters. But the fastest way, actually, is because there are only two components, you simply want to subtract this value from 500 or from the total quantity. So the alternative, which is all, and I actually prefer that you use this method or this approach, is to take the total quantity that you're making. In this example, it's 500, so that'll be 500 milliliters, and subtract the other component, which is 102.56 milliliters, and that should be equal to 397.44 milliliters. Now, this second strategy is much, much faster, so this will serve you well on an exam. All right, so let's progress. We are doing quite well on this series of questions. Now I'm going to move to the next question. And here you have a fairly interesting question. Now, the question says, what is the final concentration of sodium chloride in a mixture containing 250 milliliters of D5NSS, 250 ml of D5, 0.3% sodium chloride solution, and 500 milliliters of sterile water for injection? Now here, it seems to be a straightforward question, and it is, but the determination you want to make at the beginning of the question is to help you know which method will help you do it faster. 
Now, because it's asking for final concentration, I recommend you use the algebraic approach for this. And you're mixing three components, one, two, and three. So the equation you want to use, or the version of the algebraic equation you want to use, is C1Q1 plus C2Q2 plus C3Q3 equals C final Q final. Now, it's important to note your component of interest. You're interested in sodium chloride. So the D5NSS tells you you have dextrose 5% in normal saline. So we are interested in the normal saline part of the question. Same thing here, you have D5W 0.33%, you're interested in the 0.33%. So for C1, the concentration that we need is actually going to be 0.9% because normal saline is 0.9%. That's important. So we have 0.9% times the volume, which is 250 milliliters, plus C2, which is 0.33%, times the quantity, which is 250 as well, plus C3. Now, C3, there is no sodium chloride in the sterile water for injection, so the concentration there will be 0%, but the volume is still going to remain as 500 milliliters, and that's equal to CFQF. Now, what is QF? QF is going to be the sum of the 250, 250, and 300, so essentially QF is Q1 plus Q2 plus Q3, which is equal to 250 plus 250 plus 500, and that's equal to 1,000 milliliters so we put a thousand ml here but then we go ahead with the simplification you're going to have 0 0.9 times 250 and that gives 225% ml plus 0.33% times 250 so that gives you 82.5% milliliters plus 0 times any number gives you 0 and that's going to be equal to CF 1000 ml so further simplification, 225 plus 82.5 gives 307.5% ml, according to my calculator. That's going to be equal to CF times 1,000 milliliters. Now, I divide both sides by 1,000 milliliters. This cancels out, and your CF is equal to 0.31%. Alright, so I hope this is all making sense. You are beginning to have a feel and a sense when it's most appropriate to use the algebraic method versus the allegation method, and you are beginning to notice the patterns. Also, it's important when you have a question always to identify your ingredient of interest. In this example, we're torn between the dextrose and the normal saline, but we are sticking with the normal saline portion because we are interested in sodium chloride. Okay, so you should be able to make those distinctions when you see those type of questions. Now, let's move on to the next question. So, here, the question says, what is the final concentration of dextrose in a mixture of 100, 200, 500, 200 milliliters of D5NSS, D10W, NSS, and then SWFI, respectively? So, there are a lot of uh, numbers to keep track of here, but essentially what it's saying is you're mixing four different components. You're mixing four different components. You have dextrose 5, normal saline solution, dextrose 10, and then you have normal saline solution, then sterile water for injection. So, we have four components, and we are determining the final concentration. So, that's a trigger word right there. We want to use C1, Q1, plus C2, Q2, plus C3, Q3, plus C4, Q4, equals C final, Q final. So, we are using the algebraic method. Now, once you've determined that, we can simply put in our values. So, for component one, we are interested in dextrose this time, not the normal saline portion. Interested in dextrose. So, in the first component is 5%. That goes there times the quantity, which is 100. 
plus C2 is dextrose 10 percent so we have 10 percent plus times the corresponding volume which is 200 milliliters plus C3 now notice that C3 is talking about normal saline there is no concentration there's no dextrose in there so the concentration is zero percent and then the volume is 500 milliliters plus C4 which is sterile water for injection that also has no dextrose in there so that's zero percent times 200 milliliters being equal to C final times Q final now Q final is actually going to be equal to the 100 ml you add up all the volumes that you're mixing plus 500 ml plus 200 milliliters and that's going to be equal to essentially a thousand milliliters so what goes here is a thousand as well now we can simplify the equation some more is now algebra we are doing so 5 times 100 gives you 500 so 500 percent ml plus 10 times 200 gives 2000 percent milliliter now zero times any number goes to zero zero times any number goes to zero so you end up with that being equal to cf times 1000 ml you simplify the left hand side 500 plus 2000 is 2500 percent milliliters being equal to c final 1000 ml divide both sides by 1000 thousand cancels out and now your cf is equal to 2.5 percent now let's move on to the next question now this question says in what proportions should alcohol of 95% and 50% strength be mixed to make 70% alcohol? So whenever you see this kind of phrasing in what proportion, it's fastest to use the allegation method. So it's two components you're mixing. We want to set up our grid, two vertical lines, two horizontal lines. Here again, in allegation method, your higher concentration goes to the top left, your lower concentration, the bottom left, and your desired in the middle. In this question, the higher concentration is 95, so that goes here. The lower concentration is 50, and then your desired is 70. Now, it's important to stress that your desired concentration must always be between the higher and the lower. That's how the allegation method works. So, we now need to determine the parts of it each. So, we'll do 70 minus 50, which is your desired minus the lower concentration. 70 minus 50 gives you 20. That goes to the top right, and that is the parts of the 95% alcohol. That's what that signifies. Then for the bottom left, right, what you need to do is subtract the desired concentration from the higher concentration. So 95 minus 70, which gives you 25. And that actually should be equal to so 25. So now we want to determine the parts. So this is the parts of the 50% solution or 50% alcohol. Now, what we want to do is determine the proportion. So, the way you do that is to do parts of 95% is to parts of 50%. So, we have 20 is to 25. And we can simplify some more by dividing each side by 5. And so, you end up with a proportion of 4 is to 5. So, that's slightly different. But regardless, the best approach here is to use the allegation method. So, we move on to the next example. And these are some really, really interesting questions. So here the question states, how many percent of sodium chloride are there in 250 milliliters of D5W, 20 ml of 14.625% sodium chloride, sodium chloride concentrate, 250 milliliters of D5NSS, and 500 milliliters of PNSS. 
All right, so here we are mixing four components once again. So it's asking for how many percent sodium chloride. This is basically asking for your concentration of the final product that you make when you mix all these components together. So here, the best approach is the algebraic method. And there are four components. So the equation you are going to be using is C1Q1 plus C2Q2 plus c 3 Q3 plus C4, Q4 equals C final, Q final. Because there are four things you are mixing. So you have as many components that you have. That's the version of the equation that you're going to be using. Now, it's always important to notice the ingredient of interest. Here you have sodium chloride, okay? Sodium chloride is the in, is what you're interested in. So when it comes to component one, it says dextrose 5%. There's no sodium chloride in this solution, so your concentration is going to be 0%, but then the quantity is still 250 milliliters. So actually, I notice for most students, identifying the component of interest tends to be an issue, so just pay particular attention to the solution that you have and identify what is in it and how it relates to the question. Okay, so that's why there are so many different types of those examples that we are looking at right now. All right, so for component two, we are going to be having the 14.625% sodium chloride. So the concentration there is actually going to be 14.625%. The quantity is essentially 20 milliliters. And for C3, we have normal saline here, right? So the concentration of interest is 0.9%. The volume is 250 ml plus 580 milliliters of PNNS. Now, the P stands for plain, so plain normal saline solution. And then the NSS is normal saline solution. So same thing, you have 0.9%. The volume is 580, and that's going to be equal to, I'm going to move to the next line. It's going to be equal to CF times the quantity. So you add up the 250, the 20, the 250, and the 580, and that will be your final volume. So I believe that is 1,100 milliliters. So you can go ahead and simplify 0 times any number is 0. Now 14, so we have 0 plus 14.625 times 20. And that's going to be equal to essentially 292.5 according to my calculator. Plus 0.9 times 250, that gives 225% ml. Plus 0.9 times 580, that's equal to 522% ml. That's equal to your final concentration times 1100 milliliters. So you can now do the additional simplification, add up all the numbers on the left-hand side, and that's going to be equal to 1039.5% milliliters. That should be equal to C final 110 milliliters. So divide both sides by 1100 ml to get rid of the 1100 milliliters. So this goes away. The ml also cancels out. And so now your CF is equal to 0.945% or essentially 0.95%. All right, so we are almost there. Let's move on to the next example. Now, it's important to notice the variety of questions that we are having so that you can apply them to similar examples when you do your own review. Here, the question says the pharmacist would like to compound 11% vodka 1 liter from 40% vodka and 10% vodka. How many milliliters of each does the pharmacist need? 
Now, this type of question is the type that you want to use allegation because it's going to give you your answer in the fastest amount of time or the shortest amount of time. So we're going to actually do that. Start off with two vertical lines, higher concentration to the top left, lower concentration to the bottom left, the desired in the middle. So higher is 40, that goes to the top left. Lower is 10, that goes to the bottom left. Desired is 11, that goes in the middle. And what we need to do now is determine the parts of each of these solutions. So to determine the parts of the 40%, we take the desired, which is 11, subtract the lower from it, which is 10. So 11 minus 10 is 1. 1 goes to the top. Now this represents the parts of the 40% vodka solution. Now we need to determine the parts of the 10%. So you take the 40, subtract the 11, so higher minus desired, 40 minus 11, and that goes in the bottom right. 29 and that's the parts of the 10 percent vodka now we also need to reference the question for a minute because this one liter actually is the total volume that you want to compound which means you also need to know the total parts and the way you do that is actually to add up the various parts that we just calculated. So it's going to be 1 plus the 29. So your total part is going to be 30. This is total parts. And that's significant because it's going to help us determine the individual volumes. So here we are interested in the volume of the 40% vodka. And so the way we do that is we take the parts of the 40%, which is 1, divided by the total parts, which is 30, and then multiply that by the volume, the total volume we want to compound. So because the answer is in milliliters, we just want to do a quick conversion. One liter is essentially 1,000 milliliters. So we multiply this by 1,000 milliliters, and that's going to be equal to 33.33 milliliters. Now, the volume of the 10% solution or the 10% vodka is quickly determined by taking the total quantity that you're making, which is 1,000 milliliters, and subtracting from that the volume that we just calculated here, 33.33 ml, and that's going to be equal to essentially 966.67 milliliters. Now, the reason this is so is because you only have two things you are combining. So once you found one, you can easily determine the other by subtracting it from your total quantity. That's the fastest way always to determine your second component. All right, so let's move on to the next example. So here the question says the prescription calls for 10% dextrose 500 ml. Components are D50W and sterile water for injection. How many milliliters of each is needed to compound the prescription? So here, by going through the several examples that we've done so far, pretty confident that you can quickly determine that you want to use allegation for this particular question. So we want to use allegation, which means we can set up our grid, two vertical lines. Now, once again, there are excellent videos on allegation on the channel. I'm just going to put the, a link to a playlist in the description so you can check it out when you do need additional uh, review. So for this method, we want to put the higher concentration in the top left, lower in the bottom left, and then desired in the middle. Here, the higher concentration is going to be the D50, which is dextrose 50%, reason being we want to make 10% dextrose. So D50 implies 50% dextrose. That goes to the top left, higher concentration. Lower concentration is sterile water for injection. There's no dextrose in there, so the concentration is zero. Then our desired is 10. That goes in the middle. You always want to check to make sure that your desired concentration is between the higher and the lower. Okay, because that's how it's supposed to be set up. 
Now we're going to determine the part of the 50% dextrose solution that is needed. And the way you do that is subtract the lower from the desired. So 10 minus 0, that is 10. That goes to the top right. Once again, that's the part of the D50W. Then we need to determine the parts of the sterile water for injection. We take the 50, subtract 10 from that. That gives us 40. 40 goes to the bottom right. That is the part of the sterile water for injection. So once again, what we have is the total volume that has been given us, which is 500 right here, which also indicates that we need to know the total parts when you mix everything together. So that's going to be 10 plus 40, and that gives 50. So 50 is your total parts. Now, we are looking for the volume of each component. So let's start off with the volume of D50W. And the way you do that is you take the parts of the 50% dextrose, which is 10, divided by the total parts, which is 50, multiply that by the volume you want to compound. The total volume there is 500 ml, and that's going to be equal to 100 milliliters. And then for the volume of sterile water for injection, you're going to have 500 milliliters, which is the total volume you want to compound, minus the volume of the D50W that is needed, which is 100 milliliters, and that's going to be equal to 400 milliliters. All right, so if you've watched all the way to this point, you've done quite well. Hopefully, you've mastered the distinction of when you want to use the algebraic method and the allegation method. But we have one more question, and I'm just going to walk us through it, and then we can wrap up this session. So here, if you are doing this at home, just follow along, see whether you can predict what approach you want to use and see whether you can also quickly solve the question expeditiously. So here the question says, how many milliliters of 50% weight in volume dextrose solution and how many milliliters of 5% weight in volume dextrose solution are required to prepare for the 500 milliliters of a 10% weight in volume solution? So whenever you see phrasing like this and you have a higher, a lower, and a desired, and the desired is in between the higher and the lower, you always want to jump on allegation method because it's guaranteed the fastest way to do the problem. So we're going to set up the allegation grid, two vertical lines, two horizontal lines, and your higher concentration goes to the top left, lower concentration, the bottom left, desired in the middle. So we're going to put the higher concentration. This question is 50. So 50 goes to the top left. Lower concentration is 5. So 5 goes to the bottom left. Desired concentration is 10. 10 goes in the middle. And we now need to determine the parts of each component. So to determine the parts of the 50%, we do desired minus lower. So 10 minus 5, that gives 5. 5 goes to the top right. And that represents, once again, the parts of the 50% solution. Then you need the parts of the 5%. So you take the higher concentration, subtract the desired. So 50 minus 10, that gives 40. And you have 40 parts of the 5% solution. So once you've determined that, now notice in the question, we've been given a volume. The volume is 4,500. Now this volume is the total volume you're making. It also means that you need the total parts for your preparation. So the way you get that is to do the parts of the 50, which is 5, plus the parts of the 5, which is 40. That gives a total of 45 parts, and this represents the total parts. Now, the reason you want to find the total parts is because your total parts goes with the total quantity. That's the main reason. All right, so now let's go ahead and determine the volume of the 50% solution. 
So value of 50% solution is going to be equal to the parts of the 50%, which is 5, divided by the total parts, which is 45, and just multiply that by 4,500. Now, instead of simply multiplying, we set up a proportion, but you end up doing the same activity by multiplying by the total parts. So we just kind of bypass the step in terms of speed. But if you want to go through the rigor, you can simply set up a proportion and then go ahead and solve for your unknown. But having said that, you can actually go ahead and simplify this, and that gives 500 milliliters. Now we need the volume of the 5% solution. And so what you end up having is taking the total quantity you're making, which is 4,500 milliliters, subtracting the volume of the 50% solution that we calculated, so minus 500 ml, and that's going to be equal to 4,000 milliliters. So that's the fastest way to determine this volume. Thank you for listening to today's episode from RX Calculations. You can find all the episodes on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy or as articles on our website at rxcalculations.com. If you have any questions on any pharmaceutical calculations topic or you would like to suggest future topics, you can post them on our pharmaceutical calculations forum, website or YouTube channel. Links to all platforms are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss out on new episodes. Thanks for listening to today's episode and enjoy life. <laughs>